welcome to the Infernal Mafia. That's Kayla. And that's Sarah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm back. Special treat for you guys. Sarah's <laughs> back today. Yeah. For a limited time. Limited we time offer. Know. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> this took like how many days to actually record? Yes. It's been a bit of a challenge, no doubt, between holidays and yeah, if in case you didn't know, guys, Sarah's been a little MIA because she just had a baby, an IVF baby, her second IVF right. baby. Yeah. I always, Sarah, use that qualifier in every episode when I refer to you. I'm like, it's Sarah's IVF baby. <laughs> yeah, so don't be mad at me. It's right. Uh, actually, she was she was a frozen embryo transfer baby, even. Mm-hmm. A Moriola, even. Yeah. I always think about yeah. how the two could have been twins. That's right. I know. Like mine. Yeah. That would be yeah. very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're happy that that you can join us again today, Sarah. I say we as a collective oh, okay. of everyone else in the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> yep. She wanted to join us today because we're talking about coping with infertility and the holidays. So I, I feel like they're both a bitch on their own. Like infertility can suck and the holidays can suck. Mm-hmm. You put them together and it's just a crap ton of depression. I wonder how everyone's Thanksgivings went. I know yeah. we heard a couple stories about people's family being like annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah, Thanksgiving was just a few days ago and there was some mostly positive stuff floating around the Facebook group. But yeah, also you get a sense that people are... That they struggle this time of year, which is why we are doing this episode. Yeah, it's it's probably more from seeing family and friends who you don't talk to regularly, maybe. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they it puts you in awkward conversations and awkward positions, and these holidays yeah. are so family centric. So. Yeah, plus seeing all the children. All the children, and that's all anyone talks about or cares about. And you're just like, well, I guess I'll just sit over here and keep drinking. <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. And then you get yeah too drunk, and then you're hungover and depressed. <laughs> and I don't know what kind of drinker you are, but I'm a sad drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not a good combination. Uh. I think my uh, alcohol consumption just, uh, it just amplifies whatever feeling I'm having. So if I'm sad, I'm going to be real sad. If I'm mad, I'm going to be real mad. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if I drink too much, I get like to the drinking, like the drunk point, and then I start saying crazy stuff. (laughs) Yes. Like so crazy made up stuff. (laughs) Or not made up, just like weird stuff. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> We're going to talk more about wine later because when we polled you guys and asked how you cope with the holidays and infertility, I mean, by far the number one comment was drink more wine. <laughs> so for better or worse, we hear you. We get where you're coming from. We missed an opportunity. We should have asked what kind of wine. True. Because we could narrow it down even further. <laughs> Because there was so many wine responses. Mm-hmm. But yeah. On a more serious note, I actually met someone yesterday. Someone in the mafia. What? That I did not know before the podcast. Wait. And um, Okay. Yeah, we met through the podcast. Oh, I was going to say, is this a she, chance meeting? Holy crap. No. Yeah, that would be really weird. Like no, you're we talking met, and she turns around and she's like, Kayla? Right. <laughs> I recognize that voice anywhere. (laughs) No, it wasn't like that at all. But I don't want to reveal who it is. But I just want to say she she's having a hard time this holiday season because she recently had a miscarriage after an embryo transfer and IVF. And many of us know what that's like. And um, so when I when I met her, she 
before we even said anything, we just hugged. Aww. And sometimes that's just like what you need, you know? And I, the first words out of my mouth were, are you okay? And then I realized as I was saying it, I'm like, that's not what she wants to hear. And I then know she's not okay. Crying? <laughs> right. We're both crying. And it's just one of those like knee jerk reactions that you say to people. But of course, the minute it came out of my mouth, I corrected myself. I was like, of course, you're not okay. You know, I know you're not okay. Was she like, and I oh, just, we just hugged for a really long time, <laughs> which I was okay <laughs> with because I don't mind hugging sh- complete strangers. <laughs> but no, she knows who she is. It was really nice to meet her. And it just reminded me that how important it is to surround yourself with positive people in your life this time of year and when you're struggling with infertility. And if you can just get a really good hug from someone who gets it, it can go a long way. Aww. And if you can't, we're we're sending you a virtual hug, right, Sarah? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not really a hugger. I'll hug people, but it <laughs> makes me feel uncomfortable, usually. Depends See, on the I person. I could just hang on for an hour. So if we ever meet you guys in person, direct the hugs toward me (laughs) i will hug people but i'm like do i hug them or do i not hug them and then i feel really uncomfortable because i'm like debating it in my head (laughs) she's like i will hug you but i won't like it (laughs) yeah or like if someone's crying i'm like they're there (laughs) that's not true that's not true i'm very comforting to people and if someone's crying, I'm just crying right along with you. Like, I know it sucks. I don't no, even like, know why we're crying, but it sucks. I'm like, buck up. <laughs> and sometimes you them. need both of those people in your life, right? <laughs> you need the person that'll cry with you and the person that's like, come on, pick yourself up. You can do this. We're going to be all right. So yeah. we get it, guys. We're sending you virtual hugs and words of encouragement. You're going to have to tell me more about so, your meeting because you didn't tell me about it before now. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will off air. <laughs> I want to um, know who it is. But Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will. We have a couple of news stories like we are want to do at the top of episodes and ones that I wanted to cover with you. Right. The first one we have to talk about is Michelle Obama. Yeah, because that's been all over the she place. She broke the internet. <laughs> the other day. Um, I'm sure you saw the headlines. In case anyone didn't. I just, like, that day that that news came out, there was, like, nothing else on our Infertile Mafia Instagram account. Every single post was about Michelle. I think it's very surprising. Because we didn't know. You think so? Well, I mean, I don't Right. There was no I indication. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. But I think it's, I mean, I think it's great that she came out and talked about it. I mean, she's someone who the world looks up to, lots of people look up to, and I think it goes a long way in helping, because she talked about miscarriage and IVF, so she, I just think it's awesome that she opened up about both of those things, and I think it empowers people, makes them feel encouraged and supported, and also for people who don't know or don't get it, it helps with that crowd, too. So, thanks, I want, Michelle. I wonder if she waited to talk about it, because now that's all anyone probably wants to talk to her about. <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't know. Instead I of doing wonder it why she waited before, too, like before they were in the White House and Barack became president. Do you think Mm -hmm. she was like, if I talk about this or if we mention this now, because it's not just her. Right. It's him, too. Like, he's involved. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's a I've always thought it's like we can speculate on it, of course, but it's always a personal decision when and if you ever want to share that. Mm -hmm. But I'm just glad she did, you know? Yeah. Just. So the thing that connected with me the most that because I read part of and saw part of the interview that she did and she said she felt I felt lost and alone. I felt like I failed because I didn't know how common miscarriages were because we don't talk about them. We sit in our own pain thinking that somehow we're broken. 
And I just think that's great that she said that because it's so relatable. Anyone who's had a miscarriage feels. And she must have had this, like, you know, her kids are, I think their oldest is in her early 20s now. Yeah, I know she's in college. Right. She's at least in college. So anyway, all that to say, this could have been going back 20 years ago. It's stigmatizing now. I'm sure it was even worse 20 years ago so i just think it's great that she's talking about it are you ever like what kind of infertility like i want the details (laughs) yeah give us the dirty because she didn't like in the book it was only it wasn't like that big of a part of the book as far as pages go Mm -hmm. like page count wise it was only (laughs) a couple pages but I want to know, like, what was the infertility? What was your protocol? Yeah, yeah. What was her protocol? How Do many you have eggs more did she embryos? get? Do they still have frozen embryos? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only thing she mentioned, I think, was her age. But I don't know if that's why she, they did IVF. I, I have no idea. But she mentioned that How she old? was thirty-five, and you know. Okay, thirty-five-year-olds so, can get pregnant. Usually, there's an issue if you can't get pregnant yeah, at 35. Know. I don't know. Maybe there was more to it. I don't know. Maybe it will slowly come out. There has to be more to it. <laughs> oh, yes. There's more to it. I'm sure. <laughs> but she, I'm sure she also shared what she was comfortable sharing. So, like, Tell me more. Tell us more. Tell us about Barack's swimmers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I never, penis. I was like, mm. You know, I just... I, <laughs> no. Like, I don't want to no, know but that. I never thought that on a public podcast I would be talking about our former president's spunk either. Mm. <laughs> but I am. When you put it that way. <laughs> well, I mean... I just... I hope that, like, this is used to help... For good... Yeah, like help with the regulations around infertility treatments. Yes. <sighs> and just general awareness. When you have insurance. someone of that stature, in the, I mean, like I said, she's respected around the world. When you have someone like her talking about it, people listen. They pay attention. They respect her. And so, I mean, I think that's the responsibility that comes from celebrity. Whether you like it or not, things that you do and say matter. They affect the world sometimes. So I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Me (laughs) too. um, We had an email, success, an IUI success email. Yay. It's a unicorn. (gasps) Right. No. It happens. It's a unicorn named Heidi. It's, you know... Yes, that's why I wanted to read it. I think we said we have said this on and off. If you've had success with an IUI, tell us so we can share it with the world because it's rare. I think we like people we get a bad rap even in our own Facebook group. People are like they hate IUIs. I don't hate so, IUIs. We don't hate them. We are just realistic about their success rate. So, we got this email from Heidi and it says My husband and I were TTCing for two and a half years. I'm 36, have PCOS, and my husband, 43, has low morphology. We had success on our second medicated IUI, and I'm eight weeks pregnant. Love you guys. XO Heidi. And that was actually several weeks ago, so she might be out of her first trimester. Congratulations, Heidi. Thank you for writing to us. Congratulations. No, I think IUI success happens more than we hear about. I, I, yes, I think you're right. (laughs) So we have a slant that goes the other direction just from, yeah, I feel like the people that are deep into the infertility community usually haven't had success with IUI. Yeah. Yeah. So... That could be why we don't hear about IUI success, because people don't talk about it as much as IVF. Right. Right. So, Heidi, thank you. You're doing us all a favor. Hopefully, 
people out there considering IUI will get some encouragement from you. So thanks for writing to us. Did you do any Black Friday shopping? Uh, not, no, not really. We drove to Menards and then we pulled in and Bjorn threw up. So we went home. Oh, no. <laughs> That's not a good deal. It's been fun. <laughs> Listen, I would rather drink bleach than go shopping on Black Friday. I think that would kill you. It- Exactly. It is my personal hell. Shopping in general, I hate. You throw me in with a bunch of, like, deal-hungry women who will trample you to death. That just sounds awful. Well, the thing with Black Friday is you don't even have to go on Friday. The, yeah, the item Peter was going to Menards to get, we stopped by last night, and it was still there on sale. So. Well, there you go. Yeah, the, with the invention of the internet, you don't actually have to go and get trampled at Walmart anymore. No. So, does that you mean can, you're Cyber Monday shopping? I think it will do a little Cyber Monday shopping today. That's that's today, everybody. Cyber yeah. Monday. So, more power to you. But one thing I found, I think you found this too, was the good old Ava bracelet <laughs> has a Black Friday sale. Ah, of course they do. Of course. Um, we're not, we don't have to talk about this for very long, but I thought it was at least worth mentioning because they have a new version out. And it's originally, so they have a new version with a, with a new plan now. They have a money back guarantee that you'll get pregnant within a year. Have you seen this, Sarah? No. Mm hmm. A one-year guarantee of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have... So, they this this is 2.0, Ava 2.0. The premium membership, the bracelet and membership, $699. Wow. On sale today for $629. It's not the biggest sale. No, no it's not. Crazy. And... The regular bracelet now is three ninety nine, or that I'm sorry, that's the plus Ava plus. What is and that? And the only difference between the plus and the premium is the premium comes with a consult with a quote Ava certified fertility coach. So of course I had to do some digging on that. So what's a fertility? These coach? are not doctors exactly. It's not a doctor. It's just a fertility coach. It's just that a person supposedly <laughs> knows the bracelet really well. They don't even know fertility really well. They just know the bracelet really well. So you're talking to tech support, pretty much. This says, "What background do the fertility coaches have? Are they medical experts? All of the fertility coaches have their own business as fertility slash pregnancy slash postpartum coaches. So that makes me think they're like a doula or something. Yeah, that's what Each I was specializes thinking. in their field and has various certificates and they know um, they know the bracelet really well. You know, anyone could be a specialist, like expert. <laughs> I was just listening to a podcast. They're like, you have to just say you're an expert to be an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Unless someone questions you. <laughs> like, that's yeah, kind of so scary when you think about it. It is scary. But I i mean, we all know how I, I have very strong feelings that everyone knows about the Ava bracelet. This this doesn't help my this doesn't help me <laughs> like them more. Six ninety nine. Come on. Yeah, that's and a how lot. are you going to have a one year guarantee of pregnancy? They figure that's they're going to get pregnant within a year <laughs> because most people do. <laughs> Statistically, they should get pregnant within a year, so... Without their damn bracelet. And how are they going to, I don't know, like, know that the people are not pregnant? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. There's there's some... (sighs) And I I sent you the picture of one of the girls from the Vanderpump Rules wearing it. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, she's using the Ava bracelet, and I just don't like her in general. Right. Because I had a dream that Peter was talking to her behind my back. 
Right. <laughs> he dream cheated on you and it makes you hate her. <laughs> I just don't like her in general either. I'm sure the sh- right. it's not real. I would hope I'm sure that she's a nice she- person. I, w- I would hope that the way she acts is not real because she's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still, I don't understand their whole business model. I don't know how they have so many celebrity endorsements. This, I just saw this ad in Facebook on this Black Friday, Cyber Monday deal of 629. And every single comment is like, this thing doesn't work. This thing, like $600, that's too expensive. There's not even one positive comment. So I just don't understand this company. Like, I don't understand how they're even successful. But... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about infertility in the holidays. You want to trade off on these? Wine. Yes. Sure. I put, I put, well, okay, can I start by saying before you do, before you go ahead? Yeah. So many of you guys responded. It was, I mean, it clearly strikes a chord with the community. So we are not going to read every single person's response, or some of them have been edited down just because of time. (laughs) But by far, wine was the most common thing. (laughs) So let's just read some of these wine ones. What is it about wine that people love? Mm, Compared to other drinks. Right, right. Beer Um, is it because beer is has more calories? Does it have more calories, or is it? I don't think it has more calories. Um, Do you feel fancy when you drink wine? Well, yes. I feel like a grown up. you, You can drink more of it, like for longer without getting sick. Like you can't sip on gin and tonic or like a gin martini all night. I feel no. like I can kind of sip on wine all night and still be okay. Beer, if I go to I a just wedding, chug. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if I go you to a wedding with an beer. open bar, I'm getting gin and tonics. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know what it is about wine. Maybe it's just like the social, cultural thing that women drink like ooh, women drink wine and men so. drink it too but like it seems like it's older men yeah fancy guys fancy yeah, like i just cultured the men. golf course the kind of men that go to the opera uh i wasn't thinking that fancy i was thinking <laughs> guys who golf and like wear dockers and like berries. <laughs> My husband drinks a lot of wine with me. So, Does he wear yeah, Dockers and Sperry's? Uh, no, but he also, he doesn't discriminate. He drinks beer and hard liquor. So he's he'll drink like whatever's put in front of him. Same with Peter. Exactly. I'll do, and I would put myself in that category. I don't drink yeah, a lot of beer. you guys like to drink. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so does the mafia. Right. I'm sure there are some people who don't drink, and that's yes. okay, too. In fact, it's really the healthier option it's to not. It's better for your liver, that's for sure. It's so much better for everything to not, but we get why you do. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to go on a very short tangent. Did you know that Tylenol is, like, a pretty dangerous drug? Not, like, if you take too much. Uh, Yeah. I didn't realize that it was so, like, bad for your liver and pretty easy to overdose. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Does that have anything to do with wine? (laughs) Well, it made me think of wine and how it's bad for your liver also. Oh, for your liver. Gotcha. Okay. I see your connection. I got the dots now. I got it. There's a connection. I just watched Adam Ruins Everything. (laughs) Have you ever seen that? No. It's on Netflix. <laughs> you knew I wouldn't catch your cultural references. I never do. I thought that you might have seen that one. No. You should check it out. He okay. ruins everything. Hmm. Like the things that you like in life or think are fine. He's like, no, actually, this is terrible. Actually, Tylenol is really dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. I probably would like that. I probably would. 
Anyway, okay, so Diana said, the first thing I do when I get to any holiday party is pour a large glass of wine. And if anyone asks if I'm pregnant, I can tape, take a sip of my wine and, wine, and that will hopefully shut them up. And then <laughs> yeah. someone just put emojis, like a bunch of wine glasses with a middle finger. Right. <laughs> and then she says, that's Victoria, and she says, that's how I'll be coping, <laughs> especially to my cousin that accidentally got pregnant with twins. Oof. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so these next two are from Instagram. This is from at Mrs. Bass. I don't know. Boss. A great way to stop relatives from asking if there's a baby on board yet is to drink wine at every holiday event. And at trying for baby P says, Thanksgiving is the day my period is due if oh. I'm not pregnant. I will most definitely be winding it up that day if AF shows. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I get think it. whining. I get it. Is it whining? It's also a dance. Why? Or is whining? it winding? I don't know. Winding? No, I think it's wind winding. it up. You know, like it's a dance. <laughs> oh, okay. So you could do a dance. <laughs> Maybe she was referring to dancing. I just assume she gets crazy drunk and starts like doing dance hall dances that are super <laughs> raunchy. Hey, that sounds fun. Yeah, but maybe not in front of your grandma. <laughs> uh, Beth says, I actually really, I'm really excited for the holidays this year. It's the first year neither of my sisters are pregnant, so we can all drink. Hey Yeah, I've also started sending a group text to certain family members, keeping them updated as to what's going on to help filter out the millions of questions. So now everyone is on the same page and I don't have to explain things a thousand times. Truly, it's been a lifesaver. You know, I like that plan. Mm-hmm. I threw that one in because I think it's a... If you're comfortable, if you're wanting to share with everyone, a group text or maybe a group email is a good way to keep everyone on the same page. Mm-hmm. That way they're not... You're not getting 50 of the same question around you know, the festivities around the holidays. How's it going? What are you doing? Are you pregnant yet? And telling them directly is probably better than like expecting your mother-in-law to spread the word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Depends on your (laughs) mother-in-law. My mother-in-law is really bad about telling people stuff. Mm. Even when we tell her to. Or telling us (laughs) stuff. They're like, did you hear this? Like, no. Is she bad about telling things that you don't want her to tell as well no no she doesn't tell <laughs> oh, that's people good. She, i think she's like afraid to tell people stuff that she's not supposed to tell them so she doesn't tell anyone anything oh well that's better than the other way around i think true like i've been we've seen a lot of stories lately about my mother-in-law <laughs> yeah. fill in the blank yeah oh i've been <laughs> reading on reddit too man yeah it can, it can it's it's rough out there guys i it's rough yeah um it's hard out there we for actually a have a really good one coming up about a mother-in-law a mother-in-law story oh okay so jessica says this isn't a typical holiday story this is jessica's is a psa like a warning to all of you <laughs> this isn't a typical holiday story but labor day 2017 we had a big family weekend with my in-laws we'd only been TTCing for six months but i had a feeling that something was wrong and everyone was dismissing my concerns i ended up drinking two bottles of wine oh by my myself yikes Made my husband pull over on the way home so I could vomit and then make a stop at my sister's so I could snuggle my niece and nephew. I was roughhousing with my nephew and he ended up giving me a black eye. (laughs) I still had to see everyone the next day. So in conclusion, get wasted the last day of your holiday when you don't have to face anyone again for a while. This is solid advice. Yeah, it is. (laughs) <laughs> she or shows just, up the next day <laughs> hung over as hell with a black eye <laughs> yeah or just That's don't get rough. wasted around family yeah it usually doesn't end well yeah but I like the advice of waiting until the last day but if you're gonna get wasted get wasted on the last day <laughs> yeah there you go 
Okay. Uh, the okay. next ones say sad. Oh, yeah. Some of these are kind of rough, but we, I mean, it's rough. So here we go. Yeah. This year, it's going to be super hard. This is Sam. Um, she says, my sister-in-law is due any day now with baby number two. And I know that every holiday event with his side is going to be a baby. Oh, we'll be baby centric. I feel like wine will be my best friend. And I also plan on cutting out as soon as possible and spending more us time. That's a good idea, Sam. Yeah. And Sammy says, this will be our first holiday season since starting to try to conceive. It is my favorite time of the year. I'm going to try to not let this ruin it. I'm sure I'll have my moments, though. Wish me luck. Good luck. Good luck. And she also says, I have a wedding to go to this weekend where I'll be surrounded by newborns. And I was like, who brings a newborn to a wedding? You can leave that thing at home. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I wouldn't take a newborn to a wedding. Mm-mm. Not if I germs. had the, the choice, the option, which... I don't know. I probably don't. wouldn't go to the wedding. Right. But that's just me. Unless it so was like, someone really like, important to me. Unless I newborns had an open and bar. weddings. Yeah. Newborns and weddings don't don't mix super well. <laughs> yeah, I wanna go dance. Um, yeah, exactly. I wanna cut so, a rug. And, yeah. Cut a rug. Yeah, if you can. a newborn really puts a damper on lots of things, including wedding fun. Yeah. Okay, so, so this hopefully next Hopefully they one, leave the newborn's home or don't come. Right. This next one is the mother-in-law story I was talking about. Oh, so, I'll let you read it so I don't mess yeah. up the words. Well, and I, I edited it down because it was really quite long. Kelsey, I'm sorry. So she says, I'm already dealing with major anxiety due to the upcoming holidays this year. My sister-in-law just had a baby last year, so celebrating her little one will be a huge focus. However, my other sister-in-law just announced her pregnancy. Oh, rough. You're just sandwiched between. It's been tough as they feel bad about the situation and have secluded themselves, which has only made it so much worse and so much harder for my husband and I to watch that relationship die. This is this is rough. That's so sad. Because I feel like I know it's like her siblings, her brother's siblings, whatever, feel like they need to. They're probably thinking like, oh, I don't want to throw it in your face that I have a baby. And so they just don't talk to him at all. And then that. Mm -hmm. It's so hard. So, of course, mother-in-law is stressed. (laughs) So, she's trying to be supportive. So, she recommended that they do separate Christmas celebrations with each of the kids. And so, Kelsey recommended, hey, why don't we just do... Why don't you just give them pregnancy and baby-themed gifts, like before we come over or give them to him after we leave instead of while we're there as a compromise. And she said, instead, my mother-in-law decided to buy me, quote, infertility-themed gifts so I would have something special to open no. while my sisters oh my <laughs> open their pregnancy-themed gift. No one seems to understand how much worse this would make it. That's uh, hello. Horrible. Oh, I- First of all, what is an infertility-themed gift? That's one, that's number one. I want to know what mother-in-law thinks an infertility-themed gift is. Yeah, maybe. And number two, how demeaning and degrading it would feel if one on the left opens up a cute little onesie, the other one on the right opens up, like, an, I don't know, a nursing bra or something. I don't know. What does your mother-in-law that, give you for Hope not a nursing bra. They give you like a, I don't know, maybe a bottle of wine. (laughs) That would be okay. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I would be like, thank you for this, and then start drinking it immediately. (laughs) Hopefully it's a screw off top. Like, I got Right. And it's already chilled. Right. I got to have this now. I can't waste time with a bottle opener. Oh, that is so You know what I bet she's getting her? An Ava bracelet. Oh, shit. (laughs) 
if my mother I got you the premium plan. Oh my gosh. If someone gave me an Ava bracelet sandwiched in between my two sisters, pregnant and just had a baby, someone would literally have to contain my violent rage. <laughs> that would like oh open gosh. it up and start smashing it with your foot. Yes. Yeah, you know what? You know what mother-in-law needs to give her is a hammer or sledgehammer. Yeah. Mm. Sledgehammer to just bash stuff. There's mm. places you can go to do that. Yes. <gasps> what a great mafia outing that would be. Let's just go that somewhere where we can break fun. stuff. I bet Chicago has be a place like that. I bet they do. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. <laughs> That'd be so fun. That would be really fun. It'd be really fun. We can. I can just go ahead of time and put up pictures of the Ava bracelet all over the room and <laughs> just go smash them. Uh, Ava bracelet, pictures of pregnancy tests, pictures of needles, anything that's triggering. I was going to say babies, your mother-in-law. I don't no, know. No, <laughs> not babies. Let's not put pictures no, no, of babies no, no. up to smash. No, 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 no. Because you don't want to smash the baby. It makes me sad <laughs> just thinking about it. Oh. <laughs> so the last thing she said was that she said, last year I was so bah humbug. I didn't even put up a tree or decorate. It just felt like there was no point. But it really bummed my husband out pretty bad. He's so used to my eccentric Christmas decorating. So this year, she says, wine, forced decorations, and cutting out early from events for quality time for us under the lights. That's the way she's going to cope this year. And I support that. I think that's a good idea. And tell mother-in-law, no infertility-themed gifts. Her heart's in the right place, but that's not, not, not good. It is. Mother-in-law is so confused, she doesn't know what to do because she is torn. She has a child who's in a tough place because she's trying to get pregnant, but she wants to celebrate the other two. It's tough. It really is. That's what she makes needs to the play holidays cool. really hard. Play it cool. What? She needs to play it cool. Play it cool, yeah. Like, Don't try to fix don't, the situation. Don't call attention to it. Right. <laughs> Hey, we heard you're infertile. Here's a value pack of pregnancy tests. <laughs> and a pineapple bag. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And a Ava bracelet. And an oh Ooh. man. Tell us what she gives you. Come back. Yes, I wanna know. I wanna know. If she if she does give you an infertility themed gift, I want to know what that is in her mind. Yeah, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, Steph. She says we will have our next beta on December twenty third, and I've informed everyone that if it's not positive, I'm opting out of Christmas. We'll send my gifts, and we'll be crawling into bed upon receiving the news, and will not emerge until twenty nineteen. Sometimes self-care means knowing your boundaries and knowing when to hibernate a little. Solid advice. Yeah. Steph always has good advice. She really does. Um, and Steph, I, I'm very hopeful for you this time around. Me too. Um, yeah. Amelia says, this year will be better than last. Last year, as soon as we officially started trying, my husband's sister accidentally got pregnant with her fourth child and three of his cousins got pregnant with one set of twins. They were all born between August and November. This year, no one is pregnant, but of course, lots of one-year-olds, which is fine. (laughs) We've got (laughs) five five one-year-olds running around, rolling around, whatever. (laughs) However they're doing it. (laughs) Yeah, however they're doing it. That's, oof. Last year was rough. I am with you. I hope it's better this year. Yeah. Laurel says, luckily, my husband's parents do not ask about babies at all. Oh, that's so nice. So that helps. My mom is a whole other story. Last year, she cornered me to ask when she'll be a grandma. I'm surprised I didn't break down, but I just told her she has plenty of opportunities. I'm the oldest of 10. Holy crap. I want to know how, how did mom have an opportunity <laughs> to get her one-on-one if she's the oldest of 10. 
I don't know. I'd be like, uh, oh. ask one of your other nine kids. <laughs> True. Her mom must be baby crazy. Yeah, clearly. Yep. You, I <laughs> guess you'd have kids. to like children if you'd had ten. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I can't uh, even. I can't mm. even imagine. Feral says, "Ah, Christmas." For the last yeah, five Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> For the last five Christmases, I've thought the next one I'll be pregnant or have a baby, and it never happens. Last year my mom took my five nephews. Yes, my little brother has had five boys and he is only thirty one. On the Santa train through the Rocky Mountains in Jasper. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. I got texts of pictures and they had a wonderful time at broke my heart to think that my mom may never get to do that with children of mine but as usual i had a cry then put on a happy mask because it's the holidays and all oh and i also drank a bottle of wine that night and many other nights i'm looking forward to this podcast because i've been dreading the holiday season that's the beauty of this group to know you are not alone very true very true and I think everything she said, everyone's just out there nodding along like, yep, because you do. I think that's one of the things that's hard about Christmas. It's like this marker that you get to it and you you think, oh, I thought I would be pregnant. I thought I would have a baby. Or you think in March, you think, oh, how old will my baby be if I get pregnant at Christmas? And you think about that holiday or not Christmas necessarily, but or like it seems like the yeah. December November holidays like they're big they're a big deal in especially the United States and and you think about them and and so it makes it hard every year that goes by that you mm-hmm. don't have that. So. Oh, <laughs> so these are kind of some of these are kind of sad. Like Stephanie says, um, last year. Her in-laws gave us a onesie for Christmas in front of the entire family, oh, including six kids who were totally confused. We were not pregnant. They were aware I had already had three miscarriages. I'm like, why I need more to that story? I can't imagine a worse gift to open. It's like that mother-in-law. <laughs> Sarah's speechless. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, why would you give someone a onesie? <laughs> I don't know. Like, we know this will happen for you someday. Here's a onesie. I don't know. Maybe. But her story does have a happy ending because she said, uh, on a positive note, I'm currently pregnant with an IVF baby. Congrats. Yay. And her second trimester starts January 1st. So hoping to bring in this new year in a big way. That's awesome, Stephanie. Without the booze. Without the booze, yeah. You can't drink any wine. <laughs> yeah, so a onesie would be much more appropriate this year. Right, right. You know, you've had three miscarriages. You know what you need? Something to remind you of the baby you don't have. Yeah. Here's oh. a onesie. Oh, my gosh. I don't understand people sometimes. I don't either. Uh, okay, so this other one, I'm going to edit it for us a little bit, Sarah, because it's a long one, too. From oh, Dana. It's really long. And That's she how you talks say her name? About... What? That's how you say her name? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure. How would you say it? Dina? Dana. I was going to say Deanna, but that's not right at all. Dana. Not sure. I don't know. <laughs> so she talks about how her family goes out of their way to not talk to her. She says, no. I hate that with the passionate fury of a thousand sons. <laughs> and she just talks about how awful it is that people like walk around eggshells about the topic with her and they don't ask her about it and they don't bring it up. And she talks about how she thinks it's less about them being sensitive to her and more that they are they get bored talking to her. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's really sad. And, you know, she wants her family to talk to her. And it's it's sad. 
So, um, she did say, I thought this was funny. She said, this is bad, but I get a little joy out of knowing that it drives my anal retentive uptight. Appearances are important to me, sister crazy. When my three-year-old nephew picks his nose and eats his boogers. Oh. I love that kid. He's so laid back. It may actually drive my sister insane. Oh. <laughs> That's so, great. And she also, since she added that comment she she added an update to that comment that says update my sister texted me today to tell me that she's pregnant and they plan on announcing it at thanksgiving i'd like to trade all that positive shit i said for about three bottles of peach moscato oh man oh dana so that has happened that has happened i wonder how it went hungover she is (laughs) yeah She's still drunk today. Right. That's how much she drank. Right. Oh, man. <laughs> Dana, give us another update. How'd yeah, it go? we need an update. Mm. Uh, this next one. Bug pie goods? Yeah, this is an Instagrammer. Yeah. Uh, we skip all family events and go hiking. Easier to escape than to deal with all the questions, suggestions, and stares. Oh, stares. I'd rather not deal. Uh, And she creates handmade soap to raise money for infertility treatments. So go check out her Instagram. It is Bug Pie Goods. Yeah, it's it's a really pretty account. And she, yeah, she makes, they look really cool. And it's just money so she can do fertility treatments, which is awesome. So that'd probably be a good I love the hiking idea. Yeah. That's a good one. Is she from Colorado or something? I'm not sure. I don't know where she's from. I don't know. Anyway. She just, uh, I have a really good friend who loves patchouli, and she, I I saw a, whatever, like, an not an ad, but she took a picture of a soap that she was making out of patchouli and oatmeal or, I don't know, some mm. kind of super yummy, hippie-sounding thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that would be perfect. Yeah, there you so, go. Perfect at bug gift. pie goods. Uh, Missy, she says, I've honestly thought about buying a shirt that says, "Nope, still not pregnant" for the holiday season, <laughs> and decorating ugly sweaters like, and decorating it like an ugly sweater. But for real, we are taking a break from trying to conceive for the next three months. Our next step is IUI and we just need a mental break from all of the doctor's appointments. I totally get that. We've done Mm -hmm. that too. I've had a feeling, I have a feeling it's going to be a tough holiday year. And I really do think a break is what my husband and I really need. Plus lots and lots of food that I'm not supposed to have and alcohol amen missy yeah the food what yeah that's one of the best things about the holidays i think she inspired me we next year sarah we should make some shirts that say nope still not pregnant (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) would anyone buy those you don't need them to be for the holidays either you can just wear them year round anytime you're gonna go have a family event Nope. Still so not pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> so don't ask. I love that. Um, Diana says that one way she copes or a fun idea is to keep the intimacy alive during the holidays. And she says that she and her husband do the 12 days of triple Xmas. <laughs> <laughs> Each day, take a triple X rated holiday themed photo for your partner and send via text. And then she gave a few ideas. I'll leave those to your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure not to text the wrong person. Right. That's what I would be paranoid that I'd send it to the wrong person. So she says, my husband loves this tradition, says it's his favorite part of the holidays. Yeah, I bet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> oh, I'm blushing. Keep <sighs> Keeping the love alive there. Yeah, I like that. That's great. Me too. Yeah. (laughs) Rachel says, this may be an unusual one, but I really like to cook. So when I am making bread around family, I take out all my aggression when kneading the dough. 
it's a win-win <laughs> when my family enjoys the finished product and I get to beat the living daylights out of it during the process. <laughs> I love that. Have you ever made That's- bread? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't, no. I haven't either, so... That's a, I don't have um, any ex- personal experience. Rachel's taking our breaking stuff idea, but she's doing it more subtly. And, you know, she's like doing it in a way that it's not so obvious with her family. Oh, I got to make some more bread. She's just making bread all day, punching <laughs> dough. <laughs> uh, hey, it's a good idea. That's a great idea. People are like, huh, taking up bread making that's totally random since you don't cook you never like anything in the kitchen but sure yeah sounds like it could work mariah says i feel like every time i see my family their eyes are peering into my soul and i'm on (laughs) pins and needles waiting and they're on pins and needles waiting for an announcement i have nearly been married six years they are ready i've gotten smart and only bring my hostess gifts unwrapped flowers and alcohol because whenever it's wrapped you can tell they have their hopes up I'm going to do many fewer Christmas parties this year because honestly who has fun at those and a lot more movies on my couch self love and not feeling guilty about it Mariah well done I like it I didn't even think about the gift thing like if you bring a gift and they they're gonna think it's like a pregnancy announcement, but if it's not wrapped, then they know right away. That's I don't I even think about that. Don't ever bring hostess gifts. My <laughs> asshole. You know I don't go to a lot of parties. Is it because I don't bring hostess gifts? I yeah, don't know. Maybe that's why. <laughs> Next maybe time, if you would bring your hostess a gift, you'd get invited back. Yeah, next time I'm invited somewhere, I'm bringing wine. (laughs) But that is, I mean, the self-love thing and not feeling guilty about it is key. You know, it's like what we always say. Even around the holidays when you feel torn between, like, being here and going there and making your mother-in-law happy and your mother and all these other people, at some point you got to take care of yourself. Because you need to. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. That's right. Alicia says, I try to do things that I love about the holidays, even though I don't have kids. And she lists some things that she likes, like Christmas cards and going to the zoo and decorating. Um, And she does Santa stockings for her husband and her fur babies. She says, it's still hard. I get sad a lot, but I can still find joy if I remind myself that we're a family too. They come in all different forms and children are not a requirement, even though I really, really want one. I sent out Christmas cards with my dogs on them. Yeah. I mean- They were cute. But it's a good reminder that families come in all shapes and sizes and children are not a requirement. And so just because you don't have kids to put on a holiday card does not make you illegitimate. You know? No. Even if you're send- single, you could send out holiday cards. Exactly. I would put you on my fridge. Yeah, for sure. If your picture is <laughs> on the holiday card, it's going up on the fridge. Well, it's going up on the magnetic board. Because <laughs> my <laughs> fridge is not you're magnetic. It's going to be displayed somewhere in my house. Yes. It's not like you, you shuffle, oh, these people don't have kids right into the trash. Yeah, if your dog <laughs> is on there, I'm putting it up. Or your cat. Right. I mean, a lot of times the dogs are cuter than the kids anyway. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, she says this holiday season could be interesting. Last year at Christmas was my fertile window, so I did the rational thing and asked God and Santa to get me knocked up. Neither (laughs) jerk delivered. (laughs) Right now, we are in our first IVF cycle with the retrieval being within a week. I'm nervous about not ending up with any embryos and getting bad news could really dampen the holidays for me. I'm trying not to get too far ahead of myself, though. This holiday season, I am volunteering to wrap Christmas gifts for foster parents and also get joy from buying gifts for less fortunate families. Even with our struggle, I do know that we will get our family someday, and we are very fortunate to be able to pursue infertility treatments. Yeah. 
It's a good way to look at it. It's a perfect one to end on. <laughs> I like that she... I asked God and Santa, neither jerk delivered. <laughs> <laughs> There's some funny people in the mafia. All I want for Christmas is to get knocked up. To, to get, get knocked, knocked up, up, right? Yeah. To get knocked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but, okay, I loved... I wanted to end with this one because I love what she says, what she's doing for other people, which is such a good way. It's just a good headspace to put yourself in to do things for other people. It makes you it's the thing that makes you the most happy, honestly, is to do something for someone else. And it does get your mind off of your own pain and suffering. Not that it's not real or legitimate, but I think it helps. Well, yeah. Yeah, so, it's better. Like, you probably feel better if you're not thinking about your own problems. You're not thinking about your own problems and you're helping someone else with theirs. I mean, you know, you're just doing something good for the world. And that is a good way to be all year long. But especially when, I don't know, this time of year is just like... It's just hard. So it's, you know, even more important to, like, actively do things that will help you feel better. Hey, guys, like we said at the top, we're with you, sending you virtual hugs and virtual wine. And we know this time of the year sucks. Take care of yourself. You'll get through it. Yeah. And then it'll be a whole new year. Right. Okay, so we have like some some news. I'm not going to call it bad news. It's just news. It's right? just an update. It's an update. So for the holiday season, as we're moving into this very busy time of year, we are going to take a short break with the podcast, but we will be back in the new year. But we wanted to give you guys a heads up just so that, you know, a week from today, you won't be getting anything new. <laughs> Sorry. 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 So technically, um, I, mean, I guess we're taking a break for December. Yeah, we're going to take Unless a... Unless something gonna... happens. Yeah, I mean, you might hear from us sporadically here and there. So I wouldn't... It's not a hard break, but we're... Or it's not a hard line. We're stopping now and starting this time. So you might hear from us, but a little bit less consistency, at least for the holiday season um you guys know that it's it's just sarah and i where we don't have like a team behind us <laughs> making this happen um yeah and so yeah i think we want to be able to give you guys like we want to be able to take the time to give you guys the content that we are proud of and think that you will enjoy and think is helpful and so in order to do that i think because this time of year is just so busy for everyone that it'll be good for us to take a little break. So we just wanted to give you yeah. guys a heads up. Because there's a we'll lot more things Facebook to talk group. about. Yeah, we'll be in there. We'll be and in on the Facebook Instagram. group and on Instagram. So we're not leaving you. We're just not going to pump out a podcast every single week. So, And speaking of the Facebook group, Sarah, tell everybody how they can join it. Uh, you can join our closed Facebook group, and it's called the Infernal Mafia. You just search for it. And then we also have the Infernal Mafia Bosses and Babies, which is a connected group within the group. I think right. that's how it works. Yeah. And then you can follow us on Instagram at Infernal Mafia Podcast. And feel free to send us an email to infertilemafia at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to hear more talk about eggs and balls and stuff. That's right. Uh, yeah, as far as the Facebook group, I thought this was worth mentioning again. I think, especially since we're, we're taking a break, and, like, you and I are fairly active in the Facebook group. Like, if people uh, have a question for us, we're usually pretty good about answering. Mm -hmm. um, and the... the the group is closed, so just to remind everyone, like, no one can see the content except the people in the group, and it doesn't, like, pop, like, there's no, there's not going to be anything in your Facebook that's like, oh, look, Kelsey joined this group about infertility. It's not going to, like, advertise that to all your friends. No. So, it's, 
mostly private or, or all the content is private. Um, so if that, but I understand why some people might be hesitant to join for that reason. But just so you know, the content inside the group is private. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as far as the emails go, we love hearing from you guys via email. And if you have, in the meantime, if you have suggestions for us, like something you want us to talk about, you can always send us those emails. Um, if you would like to be like a guest sometime in the future or you have a unique story, just send us an email. We love to hear from you guys. Um, so, yeah. And in our next episode, I don't know what we'll be talking about, but it will be something exciting. Well, it's the fifth, no doubt, 50th episode. It will be the big 5-0. We're turning 50 Woo-hoo! on our next episode. And it'll be 2019. So, I mean, big things are happening happening in the Infermafia. Yeah. Very yeah. exciting. But it's all Let for Let us today. know how the holidays go. We're with you. We and, got uh, your back. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get through it. We get it. You'll get through it. And we'll be, we'll be waiting for you on the other side. So as always, guys, thanks for joining the Infertile Mafia. Bye. Bye. Hey, Sarah, thanks for joining me today. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for <laughs> having me. Wait. <laughs> wait. I'm not really Wait, a I'm guest, a co-host. Shoot. But, you know. <laughs> no, it was really good to hear, hear from you today. No. Our last, and the last time we talked was October 12th. Oh, it's been way too long, guys. It's been way too long. I've been missing this girl. <laughs> I've been missing you, too. We need I to know. catch up, but... We do. But for everybody else, bye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs>